Warning, this episode contains little boys, misunderstandings, cute animals, catnip, pee-pee, holiday wishes, and some adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Happy Holidays! Hello and welcome to a special episode of the Spirekin Manga Review. I'm your host, Zan. First off, happy holidays. I know, it's Christmas time and things are going good and before I said, yeah, yeah, I'm not doing anything, but I actually had a very, very, really good uh, Christmas. If you can't tell, I got a little bit drunk because I'm in a really good mood today. We'll be probably wondering why I'm in a good mood. Well, what happened was, my holiday actually sucked really bad at the beginning. Because, okay, I get up, it's four in the morning and I have to go to work. So I go to work and, well, oh, I should, well, go to work and, well, it's a long day, kind of boring, and I'm waiting to get home, open my presents, and have a nice turkey dinner and get home, and immediately I hear, I get a phone call. Turns out my brother's wife is giving birth, so off to the hospital I go at three o'clock in the afternoon. Get to the hospital at four, and it's the waiting game, and we're hoping that my nephew will be born at on Christmas, kind of cool. His name is Nicholas, and you know we're hoping for well him to be born. But so we're waiting, we're waiting. I bring my cell phone and I bring my uh, iPod. Waiting, cell phone power goes out, iPod power goes out. Two thirteen, December twenty sixth. What happens? I become an uncle. That's right, for my friends. Zan is now an uncle and a godfather to a lovely young boy named Nicholas Michael. Not going to say the last name, of course, unless you've heard episode 51. But, so, I'm an uncle in a very good mood. Now, some of you are wondering, wait, this is my first episode I've ever heard of this, so what is wrong with this guy? Why is he so ecstatic? And why is he, who the hell is he? So let me start from the beginning. First off, welcome to the Spire and Manga Review. I am your host, Zan. Been doing this for quite some time, 83 episodes. And, Welcome. Spark inside that provides information and views about manga. What happens is every episode I review one or two manga depending on the situation and give you some information about it. That way you don't go to the bookstore and say, hey, this manga looks cool, and you pick it up and the manga sucks. I do all the work for you, and it's all good, all set, and gives you some information about it so that we don't have to feel like an idiot. You don't have to agree with anything I say, but I've heard I've been really, you know, I'm very excitable and very enjoyable, apparently, because I have so many listeners still. Don't know, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, like I said, I'm in an excellent mood today. I mean... The fact is, it sucked waiting. I hated the hospital chair. There was no TV, no nothing. But the fact is, when I saw my nephew, it was 
beautiful. You, you know, you, you understand about the whole thing about life and universe, and like I said, I'm kind of still on high from that. And it's been a really ecstatic day. And also, I hope that your Christmas has been pretty good, you know? Uh, I hope I can open my gifts eventually. I haven't even opened them yet, to be honest with you, so I don't know what the fuck I got. We'll see what happens. So, either way, what else is new with Zan? Well, like I said, I'm an uncle. Christmas. Hope you had a good one. And, well, nothing much. Um, still doing the podcast. Still here. Oh, yes, I forgot. We do have an email sent to us at our email, which is sparkin at gmail.com. You can check out the website, which is also sparkin.podbean.com. And also, before I forget... What am I going to say? But you can call me at 206-426-6665. Again, it's 206-426-MONK. And you can leave a voicemail and tell me whatever you think about this podcast. I appreciate it and I like it. So give me a second while I pull up the email and we can, well, see what this person thinks. So the email is entitled, well, Subject, Zan Podcaster, Podcasting Despot, an Awesome Guy. Yo, Zan, how's it hanging? First off, your podcast, one of the main podcasts on my Zoom. I'm on a Zoom? I didn't even know this podcast was on Zoom. I thought it was only on iTunes and maybe uh, the Sanzo. Well, well, that's kind of cool. It's funny, laid back, and tells you stuff about things I didn't even know. Sometimes it sounds like ass, but it's all good. Now, one question for you. Where do you get all the music from? Signed, Al. Hmm. Well... First off, thanks for calling me an awesome guy, and sorry I butchered your email. Like I said, gotta love alcohol. Make you all either way. So, where do I get my music for the episodes from? Well, what happens is I research the music depending on what the episode is, and then what I do is I go online and I scour the vast interwebs for various places to find different background musics and OSTs for the episodes and various things. I used to use two different ones. One which was based on the series, and one which was just kind of random but fit with the series. But after a while, it kind of got difficult because I didn't want to waste everything. Because I'd come back and I'd use, say, I, early on I used the opening to Vandred, but then when Vandred came out, I was like, oh shit, I forgot to keep a song from Vandred, so I had to actually get a different soundtrack. So now I just harmony it by using different themes from the actual manga or anime of what I can find. For, and if you want to find different places, I'll give you a couple websites. First one is going to be, well, it's all going to be in the show notes, but the first one is going to be one of my personal favorites, which is, of course, DownloadOST.com. The problem with DownloadOST.com, though, is its entire albums, not just little bits, and it does take a while to download, but on the plus side, you get album art, and it's full albums. It's pretty cool. I mean, if they release this in the United States, I would buy all these albums. I mean, I own several of them which were released, but these are ones you can't get a hold of, because that's the other thing. You can just buy them online on Amazon.com or, you know, see where you can find them. But if you can find them, try these other avenues. So, what is the other one? Uh, other one is called Gendo's Anime Music at Gendo.com, G-E-N-D-O-U.com. And the first one is Download... OST.com. Now, the difference between the two is that, simply put, when you go to Gendu, you can just download, well, whatever you want. It's specific songs. I mean, they don't have the full albums, which kind of sucks, but you can get the basic openings, closings, some background music, and a lot of good stuff. It's not going to have the full albums, so it's hit or miss. There are 
a lot of albums that you can find on Download OST that you can't find on Gendo's, but vice versa is also true. You can find a lot of stuff on Gendo's that's not on Download OST. Good thing though is that Download OST also has J drama soundtracks. While on the other hand, Gendo also has a couple of anime videos, but you didn't hear that from me, of course. Which is hypothetical, of course, you know what I mean. So and well that's it for that question. It should go a little longer, but hey, don't matter to me because, well, I appreciate your email and I hope I answered your question. Sorry, I'm all blah right now. Either way, on to other news. Now, besides that, like I said, in a really good mood, I was going to do another Christmas episode going all about all the Christmas music and whatnot, but this took kind of precedence, you know. Nikki got born and things were <laughs> really cool, and plus, with the manga I spun, it was just... I didn't want to spoil that, and it's a relaxing and very happy manga, and just things are really cute and nice, so I'm not going to mess with that. So, anyway, if you remember from the last episode of the Spark and Manga Review, since we're getting on this topic, I spun The Wheel of Manga, and it dictated to me that I'd be reviewing a very cute series. A uh, relaxed series. You can even say it's a set-in series. Technically, I don't think it should be, but it is a set-in series. And what am I speaking about? I'm speaking about... Cheese's Sweet Home. Cheese Sweet Home. Uh, written by Konami Kanata. Published by Kodansha. It's in the United States. It's released by Vertical Incorporated. Originally came out um, November 2004 and it's still coming out. There's six volumes and the seventh one comes out next month. And, well, what is it about? Well, Cheese Sweet Home is a comedy slice of life. And, well,. <laughs> What can I say about Cheese Sweet Home except it's uberly cute. It's If you like violence, if you like horrific adventures, or you like adventure stories, or, well, romances, and very interesting plots about world-turning events, or teen angst, or zombie stories, this isn't for you. It's actually something that's really cute, and just kind of funny, and it's... It's not Yon Komi style with the four panels. It's actually these little short little stories that all work together into a cohesive story. And, well, you know I haven't gotten into the story. So let me explain it. Chi's Sweet Home is about Chi. Well, you, her name isn't Chi at first, but she is a small gray and white kitten with black and white stripes. And she's with her mom and her, her sisters or brothers, we don't know. And they're walking down the street, and what happens is that Chi, or we'll call her Chi, she sees a butterfly and she walks away from her mom. And as she's following the butterfly, she's being very cute, and she stops, turns around, mom's gone, brothers are gone, sisters are gone, and she's lost. So she goes, freaking out, wondering where's mom, where's mom, runs into a big dog, sees a car, runs away. And she ends up in the park, and she's very stressed out, and she talks to a... Well, she doesn't really talk, it's just really thought bubbles. It's very similar to Garfield, where Garfield doesn't really talk, he just it's thought bubbles. And so he goes, she goes, do you know where my mom is? And she's sitting there just kind of slumping. And this little boy trips and falls right in front of her. And he's crying and he sees her. And this is the main, one of the main protagonists, Yohei. Yohei is this little boy who he sees the little kitten passed out and what happens is that 
Yohei's mom sees Yohei and he's like, can we take her in for a second? So they go, they take her into the their apartment complex because she's passed out. She wakes up and she kind of freaks out and she wonders what's going on. They give her milk and she's like, I gotta find mommy, gotta find mommy, gotta find mommy. And she goes to the door, it's raining outside. So she's like, okay, I'll wait here for a little bit. And she ends up living in their home for right now. But the problem is that when they get home, the father shows up and he's like, oh, it's such a cute cat, but we can't keep the cat here because the apartment landlady won't let us have a cat in here. We can get in trouble. So they figure, okay, so we'll buy some disposable um, uh, kitty litter, the one we flush down the toilet, and we'll make sure she doesn't make a lot of noise and we'll keep her here. And she's a little kitty, and it's just her adapting and living with them. I mean, eventually they move to a new apartment where she has fun, and it's just her little adventures. Like, each chapter has really interesting names. Like, the first one is Chi Gets Lost. Then Chi's Picked Up. Then Chi Has a Tough Time. Then Chi Forgets. Because what happens is that first they try giving her a bath, which is adorable, and she freaks out, and just, it's like, they can't give her a bath. So then what happens is that the next one is that after she she has this near-death experience what happens is it's now a sunny day and she can leave and every time she's about to go out the door to leave she sees something different like she smells a scent in the shoe and she goes okay i'm gonna examine the shoe and see what's going on no 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 i have to run back and then she's gonna go and she sees a piece of paper and she goes and starts playing with it and so what happens is that she ends up getting stuck there. And now what happens is that the next part is that this is when she gets um, well, she gets potty trained, which is hysterical on her own because she doesn't understand where the toilet is because she keeps peeing on mom's their name is Mama and Papa. She keeps peeing on mom's clothes. So what happens is mom takes a piece of the clothes and puts it on in the kitty litter and she figures out how to pee. It's kind of this little story so on, like I said. And so what happens is that, eventually what happens is that, Yohei, for some reason, he's whenever he goes to the bathroom, he says chi, because chi means pee. means I gotta go, it's the word for pee, like pee-pee, which is urine. And what, it also means small, but what happens is that, uh, the kitten starts thinking, hey, that means me. So every time Yohei says, uh, chi, he's running to the bathroom, he's a little boy, chi... The kitten walks up and goes, hmm, you want something? And so, she becomes named Pee-Pee. Well, Chi. And from there on, it just gets more interesting because she has nightmares and dreams about her past. And what happens is, slowly, she forgets. I mean, you still have the hopes that she'll find her mama again and her, her, her family, but she eventually forgets. And I mean, at one point in the manga, she actually gets lost again outside. She finds her way home, but the thing is, you notice that as she turns around and goes back home, right above her on a perch is her mother. And it's like, come on! You'd want her to just, you know, do, you know, find her mom and be happy. But, eh, well, it's just super cute and very, well, it's kind of cuddly. It's cool, like, Everyone is very developed. The mom is a housewife, and the father's a graphic designer. His entire, like, six-story arc about Chi inside of his office destroying everything, or he gets an idea from Chi to create a uh, design. It's pretty cool, and there's a lot of interesting other characters, including this big black cat who bothers them, and you have the landlady, 
and just them trying to outsmart the landlady first. And they do some really creative things. Like at one point, Chief finds out about the window, and what happens is that they eventually get the idea that since she stands still, if you get a bunch of stuffed animals in the window, you won't be able to tell that she's not a stuffed animal. So it's kind of cool. A little creative. A little sad at times, because like I said, there's a lot of things that happens to her which are you can understand why she, she's so scared or what you identify with her feelings and it's conveyed really well now why it's a ascendant I have no fucking idea why but it's a pretty cool series I should have said there's some vulgar language in this episode I'm sorry I usually say that but um it's a really really nice series. It's really cute and, well, to be honest with you, what can I say? It's just... it's heartwarming. It's sad, it's funny, it's creative, and it's something that you wouldn't expect to be interesting. Now, Mason, if you remember from long ago, she was my co-host, and her husband, Wolf, both think this is cutesy tune. Which is just kind of... They don't like it because it's cutesy. It's like Betty Boop or Garfield or Marmaduke. or, And that's what it is. It's just it's something that's in a Senate magazine. And it's just kind of there. It's just something to, to put a smile on your face. And it's short little things that make you laugh. That's all it really is. It doesn't have to be more developed than that. But cutesy tune, it's... Eh, well, fuck them. They piss me off at times anyway. But... <laughs> by saying that, but anyway, who needs them, they haven't been on the show in who knows how long, <laughs> I know, they're probably going to hear about this and be like, fuck you, but nuts to them, either way, for Cheese Sweet Home, very cute, and well, it's an enjoyable series, it's got some, it's very little writing to it, the art is very nice, it's simple at times, but kind of detailed, it conveys a cat perfectly, like a lot of the things she does, are things you actually see a cat do, like she plays in the garbage, she plays with a piece of paper, when she tries to jump, she it shows her kind of, it mimics her wiggling her butt, then she tries to jump up. It's, I heard, the anime is, it's even better. It's just as good. I'd have to give this a, well, this would be a secretly borrow from a friend, and don't return unless offered Pocky, because if you're a guy, you don't want people to know you're reading this stuff, because it takes away the man cred. But I think it's worth reading. It really is. It's kind of cute and it's, it is nice. It's a little uplifting. I know it's, I should have given it something else, but I enjoyed it. You might not enjoy it if you're not a fan of cute things. If you like violence or something with a lot of story or something which is truly developed, you're not going to like this. It's just something simple to make you laugh. That's all it is. That's all I could really say about this. It's cute. It's so cute. And uh, that's it. That's all I could say about this manga. So, either way, this is the last episode I'll be doing for 2009. We're in the de- we're in the, the aughts now. We're in the tens. So that should be kind of cool. We'll see how 2010 goes. First off, I want to say I really appreciate you guys listening to this podcast. I've been doing it for 83 episodes. I'm going to keep going on, keep recording, keep pumping out new stuff, and well, to be honest with you, thank you. Thank you for doing this, and my New Year's wish is that I just keep doing this, and you guys keep listening. 
So I think that's it for this episode. Oh, wait, there is one more thing I can't forget. And you know what, the, what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the one, the only. The Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with ten slots on it. What I've done is I've applied to each slot a title from a manga. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to spin the Wheel of Manga, whatever number lands on, that's what we're reviewing for the next episode of the Sparkin Manga Review. So that's kind of cool. gives me a little bit of randomness and makes it a little bit harder for me to prep. So we'll see what I'm reviewing for the first episode of... 2010, episode 84 of the Spark and Monger Review. So let's see. So I'm going to be reviewing Jack Frost. Heard that's a weird horror manga. We'll see how it is. So that's it for this episode of the Spark and Monger Review. <laughs> Thank you. If you want to email me, sparkin at gmail.com. You can also Twitter me on Spyrokin. I usually post about when new episodes are coming out, when everything new is coming out. I am on Xbox Live under Zan space Spyrokin. You can also call me at 206-426-6665. Again, it's 206-426-MONK. And the website is spyrokin.podbean.com. That's it for this episode. So, as usual, thank you. And this is your host, Zan, and I am Gonsville. Have a good new year. Be safe, be responsible, and enjoy. Oh, so I know